Hi, this is Nellie. Thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is April 26th, 2022. Today's song is Above All by Michael W. Smith. And today's message I have titled Only Be Very Careful. It's been a while since I've been on. I apologize for that. I am currently in the book of Judges, but so I have just finished reading the book of Joshua, and I wanted to come on and briefly just share some scripture from Joshua chapters 22, and I believe just in one verse from chapter 23. And this Joshua is the one that led the Israelites into the promised land and assigned the Israelites per God's direction, instruction, gave each tribe of Israel a piece of property in the promised land. And Joshua succeeded Moses. So in the book of Joshua, it continues the story, and it really just struck me towards the end where the people of Israel, they started to fall away, so to speak, and God would keep of course, God knows everything, and he he uh, mentions to Joshua that this people will turn to other gods and follow other gods, which is really sad because he does know our our future and what how we handle ourselves or how we will handle ourselves through every and any situation. We don't want to compromise, right? We, we, we must not ever compromise our faith and our love for God. So if somebody is telling us, it's okay if we set up camp amongst other idols, God will overlook it. This message is about how God, he forgives, but he, but He's not going to overlook what we're doing in the moment. And and he especially knows the people that don't repent. So it's it's important that we ourselves learn to build our character in the likeness of God. It's it's so important. Because if we start making these little choices that stray away from what we know and who we know God to be, this is the enemy steering us in the wrong direction. And he wants us and he will always have this looming 
question. Did God really say that? Did God really mean that? Ah, God won't mind, will he? Ultimately, when we make these choices to stray away from God, we're pleasing other people and we're pleasing ourselves, compromising our relationship with the Lord God Almighty. And above all, we have to serve Him. We have to honor Him. We have to hold Him in the highest place over all, above all. We have to hold Him there. We have to keep Him there. We cannot compromise our souls. So in the message of Joshua, in the end of the book, of Joshua's book, I've jotted down here in verse 5, and I'm just going to read these, and I just want you to listen to God and what He says. Because who is God? He's God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So imagine Jesus the Messiah saying these words to you. Because His Word, He is the Word. The Word became flesh. He is what we read in the Holy Bible. These are His lessons for us, and we have to heed what He says. Verse 5 says this, Only be very careful to observe the commandment and the law which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, to love the Lord your God and walk in all His ways and keep His commandments and hold fast to Him and serve Him with all your heart and with all your soul. Pause. That verse says it all. And if you're not doing this, if this isn't your life's goal, one of the commandments is to not serve any other, any, any other idols, to serve God alone. There are many religions that have so many idols, you can't even keep track of how many, how many they, they have, how many they, in one religion they can have a multitude of symbols of their false faith that these tribes and people of this day put up in their houses, put up in their yards. These, these same idols and symbols and false gods were in the olden days, as I always call them, when, when time began. And, and now, of course, in Joshua's time, they would put their false idols 
on mountains and hills and hang them in the trees. Curse land. Curse land. That's why God was always saying to take them down and burn them. He wasn't saying take them down and put them and put them aside on the same property. No. In other words, he's telling us, stay away. Verse 10 in chapter 22 says this. And this is called the offensive altar. When they came to the region of the Jordan, which is in the land of Canaan, the sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh built an altar there by the Jordan, a large altar in appearance. And the sons of Israel heard it said, Behold, the sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh have built an altar at the frontier of the land of Canaan of Canaan in the region of the Jordan on the side belonging to the sons of Israel. I'm going to pause there. Now these these tribes, Reuben, Gad, Gad and the half tribe of Manasseh, they did build an altar, but they further explained that that was an altar So their sons wouldn't forget the, their God because these tribes were given, uh, they asked for property not in the promised land, but outside of the promised land. And so they put this altar there so their kids and future generations could know that they serve the same God as Israel. And later on they ask because they're ready to kill uh, because they think these tribes are serving another God. And they're not. They, ex they, they explain, no, this is not what we're doing. And they say in verse 23, if we have built us an altar to turn away from following the Lord, or if to offer a burnt offering or grain offering on it, or if to offer sacrifices of peace offerings on it, May the Lord himself require it. But truly we have done this out of concern for a reason saying, In time to come your sons may say to your sons, What have you to do with the Lord, the God of Israel? For the Lord has made the Jordan a border between us and you, you sons of Reuben and sons of Gad. You have no portion in the Lord. So your sons may make our sons stop fearing the Lord. Therefore we said, Let us build an altar, not not for burnt offering or for sacrifice. Rather, it shall be a witness between us and you and between our generations after us that we are to perform the service of the Lord before him with our burnt offerings and with our sacrifices and with our peace offerings so that your sons will not say to our sons in time, in time to come, you have no portion in the Lord. Therefore, we said it shall also come about if they say this to us or to our generations in time to come, then we shall say, See, the copy of the altar of the Lord which our fathers made, not for burnt offerings or for sacrifice, rather it is a witness between us and you. Far be it from us that we should rebel against the Lord and turn away from following the Lord this day. 
by building an altar for burnt offering, for grain offering, or for sacrifice, besides the altar of the Lord our God, which is before his tabernacle. Pause. So we have to take a lesson from that scripture, from that passage that I just read, which was uh, verses 23 through 29 in, in chapter 22 of Joshua. It is... something that we we need to leave for our children and future generations that we serve the Lord and the other tribes thought that these tribes had built something offensive to the Lord and they're saying no we did not we we just this is a witness that we are with the same God of Israel so we have to have our witness our ban our ban needs to say we serve the Lord God Almighty and only him and we have to stick to that we can't be wishy-washy we can't agree with other religions we can't accept other religions we have to only serve the lord god almighty and i'm going to go back to verse 19 in joshua which says this if however the land of your possession is unclean then cross into the land of the possession of the Lord, where the Lord's tabernacle stands, and take possession among us. Only do not rebel against the Lord, or rebel against us by building an altar for yourselves, besides the altar of the Lord our God. Pause. So even what the other tribes are saying to the tribe of Reuben, Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh is if the land that you're on is cursed, not blessed, then unclean, then come over here into the land of the possession of the Lord. So we need to follow in this example. And although, you know, they did this hearing of the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh, and they questioned them. And their response was acceptable because they said, the only reason we put this altar up is so that your generations don't tell or have any reason to say to our generations that we don't serve the same God. This is a witness. This is a witness that we stand with the God of Israel. And that is what we need to do as well. And not to go on unclean property. That's why the, the, their brothers are saying, cross over onto our side. It, it seems to us that the land that you guys wanted is unclean, cursed, not our God isn't there, but they end up, I'll go over to verse 33, and this is where the other tribes have concluded that what 
Gad, Reuben, and Half Tribe of Manasseh are have they've done something really great. And they say the word pleased the sons of Israel, and the sons of Israel blessed God, and they did not speak of going up against them in war to destroy the land in which the sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad were living. The sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad called the altar witness, for they said, It is a witness between us that the Lord is God. I actually read verse 33 and 34 there, just to include that the decision of the brothers against the other brothers that they thought were in the wrong. So, Put up a witness, be a witness for God, and God alone. I'm going to move over to chapter 23. I had said I only have one verse in chapter 23, and there's actually a few, and I'm actually going to also read a couple verses in chapter 24. So in chapter 23, verse 6, it says this. Be very firm then. To keep and do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses, so that you may not turn aside from it to the right hand or to the left, so that you will not associate with these nations, these which remain among you, or mention the name of their gods, or make anyone swear by them, or serve them, or bow down to them. But you are to cling to the Lord your God, as you have done to this day. Pause. I actually read through verse 8. Because it's so important. Well, the whole, all the Bible is important. But it's, but listen to those words. We are not to even mention the name of their gods. We are not. We can correct people. Uh, witness for God. And say, this is why I serve God and witness. But don't be agreeable because to their religions or, or atheism or any, any false god or any false idol, God mentions to the Israelites not to even intermarry with any of these peoples, these nations, let's call them nations, in the here and now, because they are either against God, or there are some that want to serve all the gods, cover all their bases, and we need to set God's record straight. So I'll go over to uh, verse 11, which says this. So take diligent heed to yourselves to love the Lord your God. Pause. Take diligent heed, he says, to love the Lord your God. You have to be diligent about 
serving our our Lord and taking heed, listening and obeying his word. And I'm going to go ahead and read verse 12 because here it talks about how they shall not intermarry. For if you ever go back and cling to the rest of these nations, pause, to the rest of these peoples, these ones that are serving other gods or no god or can't decide, just don't go back and cling to any of those people because they may change your mind. They may present to you the evil way that is saying because anybody that does not serve God is listening to the wrong voice so they're wanting you to listen to to that same voice that they're listening to and you are being led astray repent verse 12 for if you ever go back and cling to the rest of these nations these which remain among you and intermarry with them so that you associate with them and they with you Know with certainty that the Lord your God will not continue to drive these nations out from before you, but they will be a snare and a trap to you and a whip on your sides and thorns in your eyes until you perish from off, until you perish from off this good land which the Lord your God has given you. So there is through verse 13. And... So 12 through 13. So he, you have to interpret, you have to heed this word as though Jesus is talking to you today. And he's saying that these people will be a trap, thorns in your eyes. Listen to what God says. Don't ask other people if you have to ask somebody else to get confirmation on something that you know is wrong but you want somebody to agree with you that it's right that's a thorn in your eye that's a trap because you have to ask God for wisdom his wisdom he says ask and I will give to everybody freely seek God's wisdom. Seek what God would say to you. Don't get confirmation from the people. Get confirmation from God because he tells us to do that. So I'll go over to verse 16, which says, When you transgress the covenant of the Lord your God, which he commanded you, and go and serve other gods and bow down to them, then the anger of the Lord will burn against you, and you will perish quickly from off the good land which he has given you. Pause. In other scripture I've read, he's quick to point out that when we follow the flesh, the flesh will cause you to perish. But if you repent in your spirit, you are forgiven. So if you repent from anything, any wrongdoing, he, you, are, you are forgiven. But if you keep clinging on to these people that are giving you wrong advice, leading you down the wrong path, 
God may shove you off the land, off of the blessed land. So just remember that. And then I'll, I will uh, end in chapter 24, which is a very, a, a very popular verse. But it, the words that normally will, will make a, a, a plaque or a poster or something to put in your house usually just recites the ending of verse 15 in, in chapter 24, which says, As for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. But I'm going to read you chapter four, chapter or verses 14 and 15 because there's a little more to it. So this is Joshua saying, Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and truth. And put away the gods which your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. That's verse 14. How powerful is that? He's saying, serve the Lord in sincerity and truth and put away all the other gods. Anything that is associated with other gods, all of it, put it away. Verse 15, if it is disagreeable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves today whom you will serve. Pause. He is saying right there, if it's disagreeable in your sight to serve the Lord, then choose the other path. What, choose one today. Who? What? Which direction are you going? Are you going to choose the Lord and serve Him with sincerity and truth and heed His word? Or are you going to serve the false gods and the, and the empty religions and the be on the wide road and, and, and choose. Choose what you're going to do. The rest of the verse says... Whether the gods which your fathers served, which were beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. So if, it, it, pause, if you want to serve those gods, other, any, all the other false religions, or dabble in it, or think that God's not watching. God asks us to pick a side. Pick a side. He doesn't want you lukewarm. He'd rather just just be cold and get out. Get out. He'll spit you out. He wants you to be hot for the Lord and only serve the Lord. And the rest of that serve that rest of that verse. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So if you have that verse in your house, remember the rest of it. Because he wants us to choose today what we're going to do. And I'll end with Israel's response, verses 16 through 28, because this is also very important. The people answered and said, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For the Lord our God is he who brought us who brought us and our fathers up out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage and who did these great signs in our sight and preserved us through all the way in which we went among all the peoples through whose midst we passed. 
The Lord drove out from before us all the peoples, even the Amorites who lived in the land. We also will serve the Lord, for he is our God. Then Joshua said to the people, You will not be able to serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions of your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you after he has done good to you. Pause. Now picture Jesus saying this because he said that we cannot when they reference the book of Moses or the law of Moses that's the first five books of the Old Testament they are from Genesis through Deuteronomy and if you turn and if you turn to those other gods this is why I titled this only be very careful Remind yourselves, only I need to be careful. The choices I make, the things I do. I need to be very careful. Because it's a slippery slope when you when you start making decisions that are against God. It's a slippery slope. Verse 21, the people said to Joshua, No, but we will serve the Lord. Joshua said to the people, You are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen for yourselves the Lord to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. Now therefore, put away the foreign gods which are in your midst, and incline your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. The people said to Joshua, We will serve the Lord our God, and we will obey his voice. Pause. Put away your foreign gods. Anything that's keeping you away from God, anything that you're serving more than God, perhaps you put God on the back burner, you're serving, you're obeying a man's voice or somebody else's voice or whatever it is. It says put away all the foreign gods which are in your midst. Put them away. It was on my heart to talk about this because we're living in such a time where it's time to get into the Word of God and listen to what He's saying. Do not go through life without knowing the first five books of the Bible because in there are all the lessons and we have to take heed what what Jesus says in 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 the New Testament he says he didn't come to abolish the Old Testament the law and the prophets he did not not to remove even a letter or a punctuation mark none of it so it's time, if you're on the wide road or we're, it's time to cross over and be diligent in serving the Lord, the God, the God of ages, 
and him alone. Nothing else matters right now. I mean, yes, we all have a job to go to. You guys have jobs. You know, there's always something to do. But don't neglect the word of God because the more you empty out the word of God from you and not keep filling your body with reading the word of God, the more on the big ro- the the wide road that you go into it's easier you're following the people and it seems fun and you're doing this and that and um even though you know it's wrong well it it I can't stress this enough it's time to pick a side and I hope today that you and your house will serve the Lord diligently Much love to all. I'll try to come on as soon as possible. I I hope that you listen to the song Above All by Michael W. Smith. Look it up with lyrics. He was here before the world began. Jesus Christ. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. Much love to all. All the glory to God. Bye.